Hello everybody, my name's Darren, I write a blog, it's called The Demon's Voice, it's about movies and shit like that. You can find me at ademonsvoice.blogspot.com and I'm also on Twitter at ademonsvoice, of which definitely follow me because oh, why the fuck not. Hi you all, hope you've had a good week. So, it's been a shit one, isn't it? Uh, on the bright side, because the gyms have closed, I now have seen less penises, less old man's dicks this week than ever before. On the downside, I did get a random request on Snapchat from someone called... Well, I won't say their name for obvious reasons. Let's just call them John Smith. And uh, I have a friend called John Smith, so I assumed it was that person. So I accepted them on Snapchat, and I got a video uh, sent to me straight away. So I opened the video, and it was a person masturbating. Uh, and I was trying to see the face in the video, thinking, is this my friend John Smith? I concluded it is not my friend John Smith. So I sent them a message saying... Well, that's an awfully bold opening. Uh, who are you? And uh, they didn't really respond, but they proceeded to send me more Snapchats of them wanking throughout the week. I didn't delete them. Why would I delete them? Isolation in it. Got to do something with our time. And this 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 person is providing me with entertainment, and he is not self-isolating. I can tell you that for a fact. He uh, he was stood in his window in his flat, just wanking against the window, whilst there was builders on the next building across. Like perfectly capable of seeing him if they looked over. He uh, was in the back of an Uber at one point and having a wank whilst the uh, the driver was looking in the mirror at him thinking, is he having a wank? To which he definitely was. Then this guy, there was another Snapchat of the guy wanking as he was standing in the stairs of his building, wait, like in the public bit. And just as he was doing it, somebody went to open the door to come in. And that's when the video ended, so maybe he was going to get caught. And obviously I go to the gym. And people say to me like, oh, did you get a shower when you're at the gym? And I say, no, I do not get a shower at the gym. Uh, I shower when I get home. Because I have a theory that if you can think of a thing that a person has done, then they've definitely done it, no matter how stupid it is. So if you say, like, has a person ever, and then ridiculous scenario, somebody, like, you know, has, ever, has anyone ever stuck their, I don't know, tongue in a electrical socket or a toaster? Of course someone has. It's a ridiculous thing to do, but somebody has. So I don't use the showers in the gym because I can't trust that somebody hasn't had a shit in one or a piss. As soon as I've thought, has somebody had a shit in that shower? They definitely have. Anyway, so I got another Snapchat off this guy, whoever he is, John Smith, and he was in the shower at his gym, filming himself tugging one out. And I thought, I fucking knew it. I knew that these people, that, you know, there were people wanking off in public places all the time in, in these gym showers. At which point he kneels down in the shower so that he's by the gap that leads to the next shower a fucking hand comes under the gap, so the person in the next shower sticks their hand under, starts wanking him off. I thought, what is this, like, dark world version of the, like, society that I exist in? Like, all this is going on around me. Who gives a shit about coronavirus? There's, there's fucking jizz everywhere, apparently. Anyway, so I went to see, uh, what is it, Bloodshot? I don't know. I went to see Bloodshot. I mean, I didn't touch the chair, obviously. I brought my own little plastic bag. People thought I was really taking this pandemic seriously. Uh... Anyway, so now I'm going to tell you about that film. It seems it's the last fucking film ever. Uh, sit back and enjoy. Cheers. Fisting a donkey, fucking a monkey, or sucking off a badger. I keep asking myself what must be in the photographs that Vin Diesel has of the movie producer that he keeps blackmailing for work. Because I refuse to believe that he actually gets hired for his acting ability alone. Have you seen any of his movies? The Fast and the Furious franchise literally only works because he seems to be the only person involved in it that doesn't realise how fucking stupid it is. I don't dislike him, 
but I think that we all know that he is a po-faced figure of absolute ridicule. In which case, it must be his good looks that we all keep casting for, right? Are you kidding me? He looks like a camel-fucked a potato and then nine months later a baby made of shoe leather fell out. When I look at him, I see a gingerbread man wrapped in the stretched-out ballsack skin of a recently waxed bollock. Sure, he has a deep voice, but he sounds like a butch woman that's been smoking 70 a day since the early fucking 50s. I agree that his best role is in Guardians of the Galaxy, but that's only because he's playing a tree monster called Groot, and he'd already spent his entire career giving wooden performances anyway. I'd probably sound like him if my voice was booming out from a charisma-free husk too, and listening to him speak, it's like being shouted out by a haunted cupboard door. About 45 minutes into his latest film, Bloodshot, he takes off his jacket to reveal that he's also wearing a white vest underneath, as usual. My theory is that filmmakers actually keep hiring the vest, and he just comes fucking free with it. But Bloodshot begins with an action scene that was so painfully cliched that it made me want to rip my own eyeballs out to shove them up my ass so that they might at least see some shit they hadn't already seen a million times before. It continued in this vein for some time, until Vin Diesel got shot in the head and died. That movie fucking dragged, I thought to myself as I got up to leave, but no. Despite having already felt about two hours long, that was only the first five minutes. Of course Vin Diesel isn't dead. Why would a shot to the head kill him? That's only where we keep our brains. Vin Diesel is brought back to as close as his waking life as I guess he ever was, thanks to Guy Pearce using a bunch of nanobots to fix everything that was wrong with him. Well, not everything, obviously. At the end of the day, he's still Vin Diesel. When he's initially resurrected, Guy Pearce says, This is amazing. He has full cognitive control. Well, clearly something has gone wrong then, hasn't it? Because Vin Diesel didn't exactly seem fully cognitive before he was shot in the fucking head. Although, to Pierce's credit, he has made several upgrades to his mumbling lump of ham, having decided to give Diesel a little extra super strength to go with his newly added super healing powers. It's a shame that he couldn't improve his ability to act either, really. Vin Diesel just about gets away with his limited skills in the Fast and Furious films, because all of the other actors in that seem to be taking the piss around him. But when you put him up against somebody as good as Guy Pearce, he really does start to stink the place up like a roasted hot elephant turd in a well-kept garden of roses. It's at this point, though, that something strange happens. Something really strange. There's a twist about halfway through the film which completely subverts everything that we've seen so far. Suddenly that cliched opening is completely recontextualised and actually now makes a lot more sense. The film arguably even gets close to being interested. Is this suddenly good? Surely not. A film called fucking Bloodshot and starring an actor has less understanding of the human condition than a captive chimp as it plays with its own dick. Can that really be anything but terrible? Well, as the third act descends into a slightly duller CG actioner, I guess the answer is no. But for that brief moment in the middle, it was only a single Nats pube away from it. I have no idea who to blame for ruining this movie, and I'd hate to level any criticism at somebody that didn't deserve it. But if I were to take a complete stab in the dark, then I reckon I could do worse than pointing that shaming finger of shame at Jeff fucking Wadlow. I could be wrong, but this film has two writers and he's one. Wadlow is one of the worst filmmakers whose work I've ever experienced, and yet, every one of his failures seems to propel him further up the Hollywood ladder like a rocket-powered fart spraying cinematic diarrhea in its trail. In fact, it was only one week before this that I saw Blumhouse's Fantasy Island, which was the latest film to be both written and directed by him. As you might imagine, it was about an island that grants all of its visitors their greatest fantasy, which, at the time for me, was to live in a world where that awful piece of shit movie had never been fucking made. Eric Heiserera? Heiserera? That seems to be what it looks like, but that sounds like I'm saying it like Scooby-Doo would. But I'll say it anyway. Eric Heiserera is the other right... You know, I'm going to say Eric Heiser. That's not the name, but that's what I'm going for. 
Eric Heiser is the other writer credited on the script, with one of his previous pieces of work being the Stone Cold masterpiece that was 2016's Arrival. Now maybe Heiser, Heiserer, whatever, knew Wadlow would get the blame for a terrible script, and so took the afternoon off to shit this movie out. Meanwhile, Wadlow, having found out that he'd be credited alongside Heiserer, Heiserer, whatever, decided to really work hard to up his game. Maybe. But I doubt it. I know that if I was the writer whose name begins with H, I'd likely spaff this one up the wall to earn a quick book, and if I was Wadlow and I hadn't already knuckled down by now, there's no reason to think I'd be starting here. I don't know if the script was initially written by the good one who did Arrival, before Wadlow came in and fucked it up, or if Wadlow was on board first and the other guy was simply hired to clean up as much of the minor wreckage as he could be bothered to do. All I know is that Bloodshot is a predominantly bland action movie, with the occasionally interesting idea in it. I can't help but assume that if this was a turd, then Wadlow would be the one responsible for the majority of the mess, with Heiserera likely the man to thank for the occasional lump of nutritious golden sweet corn. I uh, stumbled over the end of that sentence, but I've been stumbling over his name non-stop since I said it, and I can't be bothered doing it again, so we're going to have to live with it, I'm afraid. I guess the director should take some blame too, but I have no idea who they are to gauge their previous work from. I can see that they like slow motion if this fucking film is anything to go by though. Bloodshot is like that episode of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, in which the episode was coming in too short. In the case of Dark Place, they at least claimed that anything without dialogue was considered for slow motion. But, thanks to the monotonous tone of Vin Diesel, I can't say for sure that Bloodshot was able to make that exception. I know that when we all saw the trailer for Bloodshot, we expected it to be another instantly forgettable addition to VD's filmography. But, we finally reached that point in human history in which no more art is to be produced. Ever. Hooray! Well, I suppose we can still draw pictures on the walls with whatever bodily fluids we're able to create, but the week that I saw Bloodshot was the week that the coronavirus really made itself known in the UK, and we're now at that point that everything has just stopped. We're told to stay in our houses and wait there until this pandemic blows over, but we have no idea how long it will be for, and how many of us will survive. Will we all go mad in our isolation? Will future historians look back at this time and see the remains of the posters for this movie on the sides of the buses and buildings of what to them will be our ancient civilization and assume that Vin Diesel was our god? That everything was moving fairly smoothly in our world until Bloodshot was released and suddenly we all went insane like we'd witnessed the opening of the Hell Portal in Event Horizon? I can honestly say that I have no fucking idea. I actually didn't hate this movie because of how low my expectations had been when I was going into it. As a Vin Diesel movie, I suppose it could have been worse, but as conclusion to both our culture and entire way of life, I would have hoped for something at least a little more special. I really don't know what's in those pictures of the producer that Vin Diesel blackmails for work, but as we all settle in for a few months of alone time, I urge you to all consider how you fill your time wisely. Thanks for listening, motherfuckers, and see you next time.